Hey, welcome to Life Church. We pray this blesses you and empowers you for your week ahead. We hope you enjoy this message. It's so good to be with you this morning. It's my privilege. I get to share the word. I am excited. And I tell you what, I don't feel it's a coincidence that we are in a series called Presence and Power at this moment in time. I don't, you know, God is a God of preparation. He goes before us. It's not a coincidence that we are in this series at the time that we are in. It's not a coincidence that we already had a prayer meeting planned this Tuesday night when our nation needs our prayers more than ever. It's not a coincidence that we're starting a devotional tomorrow. By the way, don't look for it today. It's not available today. (laughs) It will only appear a new version tomorrow. But it's not a coincidence that we're also starting a devotional on the presence and power of God together as a community tomorrow. Because we need each other now more than ever, hey? We need each other. We are the community of God. And so I don't think it's a coincidence that we are, have got already prepared these things in advance. God has gone before us. He is with us, holding us close always, like that song said. And last week, Jock spoke about presence. In fact, he spoke about presence, 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 didn't you? <laughs> Three presences. But he spoke about presence. And the word presence just means face in Hebrew because that's what God wants to do. He wants to meet us face to face. He wants relationship with us, face to face for every single one of us. And as we have been in this series and thinking about it, um, a few weeks ago, I I was sitting here and uh, Philippa was leading worship and she was singing, here comes the glory of the Lord. Here comes the glory of the Lord. And that word glory leaped out at me and I was like, God, I want to know more about your glory. I want to know more about you. I want to know more about this element, this word that we see over 400 times in the Bible. I did a Bible study, so I know that. <laughs> it's over. It's, if you ask yourself, why are we talking about glory? It's because it is in the word of God over 400 times. God wants us to know something about glory. And where I thought it would lead me isn't actually where I ended up. So I'll take you on a little journey with me and we'll talk about his glory. His glory is always found, we talk about his presence and next to his presence we always find the words magnificent. We find the words holiness and we find this word glory. And normally this word glory is speaking about that, the magnificence of God, the majesty of God, the wonder of who he is. And then another way that it speaks of glory is his manifest presence. All throughout the Bible, they had the, you know, the, the pictures that we get are of fire and a cloud of light. There's a manifest presence. It's His glory that we see. But as I studied the Word, I found three themes throughout it, and it was the third one that took me somewhere else. So I'm going to take you on a little journey with me this morning. Are you good to do that? Great. Okay, let us do that. And actually, when we started the devotional tomorrow, don't be surprised, the first devotional we are doing is called Glory. (laughs) We're setting you up today for what is coming tomorrow. But the word glory in the Old Testament means weight, like a weight of honor. 
And in the New Testament, it means light. It's like a brilliance. And the, both those things go together, right? God is brilliance, and there is a way to his honor. And the Bible speaks of God's glory in different ways. The first way it speaks about his glory is this one. He is glorious. Are we good with that? I think we only think of your favorite place on earth. I know you're all thinking of a place. I know I like the beach. That's where I go. Um, think of your favorite place on earth. That is just but a glimpse of how glorious he is. It is but a glimpse of his glory. But the Bible tells us this. Psalms 19 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Isaiah tells us, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The old, it also tells us that we see his glory in splendor and majesty. Psalms 104, you are clothed with splendor and majesty. He wraps himself in lights. Remember we just said glory is also from the word light and brilliance. He wraps himself in light with a garment. In the Old Testament, when God's glory came into the temple, all they could do was worship. They couldn't even enter it because of the glory of God. Because God is glorious. If all you get today is wanting to capture a little bit more of the wonder of the glory of God, then that's enough for you to leave with today. Because He is glorious. That's why we sing these songs. Worthy, worthy, worthy are you God because He is glorious. Okay, the second theme that we have in the Bible, I'm going through this because I want to get to number three. The second theme that we have in the Bible is that he is to be glorified. He is glorious and he is to be glorified. Jesus said, even if we don't cry out, the stones will cry out because he is to be glorified. Everything in us wants to glorify him because he is worthy of all honor and praise. In fact, the priest's reaction when the glory of God entered the temple was to sing, he is good, his love endures forever. Because it's not just his holiness, it is a presence of his goodness, his love, his incredible love for you. And Psalms 29 tells us, ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. In Revelations, the elders on the thrones, what did they do? They, they worship God and say, worthy are you, Lord, our Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power. Glory, splendor, majestic. This is our God who is glorious. He is to be glorified. We as his people are to celebrate his glory. That's what we did this morning. We're celebrating his glory together as the people of God because he is glorious and he is to be glorified. Jesus said, oh, actually, we're gonna move on here. I already told you this. <laughs> Jesus told the stones, that the stones would cry out. And you see that, don't you? If you go for a walk, I went to Ingleborough recently and we climbed Ingleborough and you just look out at creation and you just think, God, you're glorious. Like your first response is thanking God because he is glorious, because he is to be glorified in all we do. 
But this is where I want us to focus on today. And the third word is this. And you might say to me, it's similar to the second word, surely, but it's not. Because the third word I want to focus on is, we are to glorify him. Yeah. Our lives are to glorify him. So he is glorious. He is to be glorified. And then there's something about you and I that are supposed to bring glory to him. And that is where I want us to be in today. Because the Bible says that we are made in his image. Every single one of us is made in his image. We already have the glory of God in us. Did you know that the glory of God is in you? The glory of God is in you. He's in the person next to you. Every person on this planet has been made in the image of God and he wants to share his glory with us. That's all he wants to do. He wants to share his glory with us from the beginning of creation to the end in Revelation. All God is doing is wanting to be in relationship with us and share his glory with you and I. 2 Corinthians says this, he shares his glory with us through his spirit. Ephesians tells us that he shares his glory through his church. 2 Corinthians tells us he shares his glory through his mighty acts. Hebrews tells us that Jesus was the radiance of God's glory. Jesus was the radiance of God's glory. How beautiful is that? Psalm 8 says he made us a little lower than angels and he has crowned us with glory and honor. You wear a crown today of glory and honor. He has crowned you with glory. Every single one of us has got glory in us. And yet we are supposed to do something with that glory. Roman 9 calls it the divine glory. That we have a divine glory within us. But that glory that is in us is to be used to glorify him. Glorify Glorify him with our lives. Second Corinthians is whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Whatever you do, every single thing you do, every aspect of your life, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Matthew 5 says, let your light shine before others so they may see your good works and do what? Give glory to your Father in heaven. Everything about our actions and the way we do this life gives glory to the Father in heaven. It gives him glory. It says to glorify him with your body. David says, my lips will praise you. My mouth will sing out to you. We are to glorify his name. And the Bible says if we remain in him, we will bear much fruit. But what does that fruit do? John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done to you. Has everybody had everything that God that you've asked God lately? Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. 
We've all heard about bearing fruit, about being in the presence of God, about how His, love, how His presence transforms us, how His Spirit changes us, that we are ones that bear fruit. But that fruit is to give glory to the Father. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And if all our lives are supposed to show Him glory and glorify Him in every aspect, then that means not just every aspect, but through every season, through all that we go through. The Bible tells us that He is with us in the lows and He's with us in the highs. He's with us through the valley. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. He is with us continually and always. We go, with, we go through life, don't we? Both holding in one hand the pain of grief and disappointment and things that have happened to us. And then with another hand, we walk with celebration and joy and thankfulness for all that he has done. And that is how we carry life. My beautiful Sylvia here went on a walk with me to Engelboro. We did it together and we were talking about this because that is what life looks like. She was telling me how August is a tough time because on one hand, she's holding the anniversaries of those she has lost, dear, dear family. And then on the other hand, she's celebrating birthdays. She is celebrating really important dates in her diary that have to do with her family. And you walk with both these things. And yet, I don't know if you know Sylvia or not, but she gives glory to her God. She glorifies God through her life. She is beautiful. You are beautiful. <laughs> and our late Queen Elizabeth, I was reading her, reading her history and reading about how she went through so many decades of reign. And she went through hardship, she went through war. She made it all the way through going through us, going through this virus together. She saw grief and she saw joy. But one of the main things that I have been in awe of this whole week has been how her deep faith has been reflected throughout our nation. Here are some of the things I've been reading that she said about her God. Throughout my life, the message and teachings of Christ have been my guide and in them I find hope. For me, she says, the life of Jesus Christ the Prince of Peace is an inspiration and an anchor in my life, a role model of reconciliation and forgiveness. He stretched out his hand of love, acceptance and healing. Christ's example has taught me to seek and value all people of whatever faith or none. This one is beautiful. The messages and teachings of Christ have been my guide. And in them, I find hope. It is my heartfelt prayer that you will continue to be sustained by your faith in times of trial and encouraged by hope in times of despair. Those words have been echoing throughout our nation this week. A life that has glorified him with her lips a life that is echoing out. God, I want to glorify you in my life. And even now, she is glorifying him in heaven. 
And we are called to glorify him. I read a great quote this week. It says, people see holiness as what we abstain. But actually holiness is what we give ourselves to. It's what we are giving ourselves to. And I know church, you are incredible. And we are, what I've loved seeing this last few weeks is our hunger and our thirst to experience more and more of him, to want his presence and his power in our lives. And God responds that he draws near to those who draw near to him. Moses pursued the presence of God and it changed him. He went up into the mountain and his whole countenance changed because that's what the glory of God does. It changes you. He is glorious. He is to be glorified. And we are to take the glory that is in us and glorify him with every aspect of our lives and in every season of our lives. But it took me... As we were reading, as I was reading about glory and about the glory of God, how he is glorious and he is to be glorified and that we are to glorify him. We as a staff have been praying and we have been praying about presence and power and I know Jock came here last um, week and he told you how he, someone had had a word and he shared it with you. And we had a similar experience this last week because I have been thinking about glory and have been meditating on glory and I've been asking God about his glory. And while I was, while we were having our staff meeting, we were all praying. I had a picture. Now, you might think, Shirley, where did your picture come from? We all get pictures in our minds. Can I explain something about myself, which my husband explained a while back and I don't think you fully grasped? I don't think in pictures. Like never in my life have I thought in pictures. I didn't understand till a few years ago that if I said to you there is a cat in a tree, you saw some form of cat and some form of tree in your minds. Is that what you all did right now? Right. Context for me, I do not think in pictures. I think in words. So whenever, so whenever someone says something to me, I'm not picturing it. I'm just, I know what a tree looks like and I know what a cat looks like. So you're telling me there's a cat in a tree. It's very factual to me. There's a cat in a tree. He's telling me he sees a black cat and it has a swishy tail and it's lounging on the tree branch and it's a big tree. And I'm like, I have no understanding of what you just told me. Though from what I understand, I'm only 5% of the nation and I'm the odd one out. <laughs> and I thought I was like the normal one. I was saying to him, what do you mean you imagine that? That's crazy. But apparently I'm the odd one out, and that's okay. But I tell you what that does. When I get a picture, I know it's not me. Because I don't think in pictures. So it's a gift. I don't have to wonder about the cheese or whatever I ate. <laughs> I just know that's not me. That has to be God, because I do not think in pictures. And so I had a picture uh, while we were having the staff meeting and praying. And the picture was of all of you. It wasn't, I couldn't tell you, because my pictures are still not, you know, what you probably imagined. When I said, imagine the most beautiful place you've ever been to, I am aware it's a beach, and I'm sure your minds went to all sorts of different places. <laughs> but the picture I had was of all of us standing. And we were all, and we were all shining bright. Because well, like I said, his glory is brilliance. His glory is in us. We are the light of the world. We were shining bright. And the word glorify was over all of our 
heads above us. But then what happened was this. Can I have my little helpers? I had three helpers who were coming up to help me. Yes, Aiden. <laughs> Thank you. So I'll take one first. So all of a sudden the picture changed to one person. Maybe Aiden. I don't know. I didn't see the face. <laughs> and he was, there was, he was a light, shining. And then a force came from behind and pushed him. Sorry, that was not too far. <laughs> and kept pushing him and kept pushing him. And you know how you have a flashlight and the batteries are nearly dead and it just keeps flickering? That's what kept happening. Kept being flickered. Kept being flickered. Force came from behind and just flickered. And then the image changed to, are you okay to like hold him there? And Joss, can you come over here and hold him here? Now all these lights are shining together, okay? And a force came from behind and tried to do exactly the same thing again. And guess what happened? No flicker. No flicker. The light stayed strong. And we were praying about our life groups at that time. We were praying about life groups. And thank you so much, guys. So appreciate it. And as we were praying, and I got this picture, I felt the Holy Spirit say, there is something, surely, that you need to look at about my presence and the community of believers. Because I believe that when you get a picture of anything, or God speaks to you in some way, it is always backed up by Scripture. So I went back to Scripture. And I found this in 1 John 1 Verse five to six. I should come up behind me. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and walk in the darkness, we lie to ourselves and live and do not live out the truth. So, if we're not living in the light, then obviously a reflection of that is we're not living in the truth. But if we walk in the light and He is the light, so if we are, like I saw in the picture, all of us giving glory to God and glorifying Him in our lives, the result isn't just we have the blood of Jesus, the Son. The result is we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. The result, the light, the result of us glorifying Him, the result of us living our lives glorifying Him, looks, looks like, has, a, has a, a, a visual representation in the fellowship that we have with one another. That's what that looks like. There is a connection between living in His presence and then seeing the fellowship in each other. God's idea God's idea for us all is to be in relationship. And like I said at the beginning, I don't think it's a coincidence that we're in a series called Presence and Power. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're having a prayer meeting that was already planned for Tuesday night for our church. I don't think it's a coincidence that we have a devotional that's coming out tomorrow for us all to be in this together. And I do not think it's a coincidence that we had always planned for today to be about life groups. For us, 
to understand the power that God has in fellowship with one another and how needed it is, particularly at this time. He is a God of preparation and he goes before us in every situation. He has gone before you. Whatever you're worried about right now, whatever you're thinking through or going through, he has gone before you. He is the preparer of the way and he is glorious. And if you just need to stay there and just ponder how incredible and the wonder of who he is, do that because that is his glory. He is glorious and he is to be glorified. If you and I do not cry out, the stones will glorify him because he is to be glorified. And yet his glory, the word says, is in us and his glory is to glorify him with every aspect of our lives. And yet somehow, somehow, God is reminding us this morning that his glory, his glory in us all is never more powerful than when we are in fellowship. And in fellowship, we will glorify him with strength. We will glorify him with power because for some reason, that is what it looks like to walk in the light. Let's read it again. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, the result is what? This is how you will see your life that is walking in the light. We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, purifies us from all sins. This morning, I so believe God wants you to remember that you're called for a relationship. For everything, wherever you are and you feel alone, COVID did this to us, didn't it? It separated us and we're all starting to come back together again. There is something so glorious about us being together in fellowship. There is something so powerful about all of us walking this life together. It is not just a good thing and it's not just great friends and it's not just community. It is for His glory. It is for His glory. So this morning... We're going to stand and we're just going to pray as we close. Thank you, God. Father, we thank you for your glory, God. We thank you, God, that you want to meet us face to face, Lord. That your glory is magnificent and it is glorious. Father, you are worthy of all praise. And Father, I thank you for everyone here today, Lord. Father, I thank you that you have placed us in family, that we are brothers and sisters to one another. That Father, together we glorify you. And we can glorify you on our own, Lord. But when things come against us, Father, we've seen that image, Lord. There is never more strength than when we are together, when we have fellowship, because that is the outworking of us living in your light. And so Father, we thank you. We thank you for your glory that is with us and somehow is outworked in this way. And Lord, we pray that this morning we would remind ourselves of who you are. Father, that we have glory within us, Lord, and that you want us to outwork that with one another. And Lord, for anyone right now who's going through something, Lord, we just pray 
Father, that you would remind them, Father, that you would put them along someone. Lord, that they would find someone through a life group, that they would find someone, Father, even in the foyer this morning, God, that they would start to understand the power, Father, of your glory in relationships. And so God, today we give you all the glory and we thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us. We pray you feel encouraged by this word. We would love to hear from you, so why not connect with us via the website at lifechurchhome.com or on our socials at Life Church Home. Have a blessed week and we'll see you soon.